It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. One to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marvin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good Wednesday morning to you. It is the 28th day of February, typically the last day of the month here in the month of February, but it is a leap year, so we'll do this one more time here this month as we welcome you to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's a pleasure to be with you uh, here this morning. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. 866-838-HUGE. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well. On BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network and on our Facebook at X's and Bros. Find our podcast, listen back to anything you may have missed on demand by visiting Google, Apple, Spotify, and of course, the iHeartRadio app. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. Ben Glaze, that D Glaze, and I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Gentlemen, good morning to, uh, to both of you. Good morning. How are we this morning? Doing well. Doing, uh, not as good as uh, Detroit sports last night. Holy mackerel. Yeah. The words of Mickey Redmond. Holy jumping. Right. What a night in Detroit sports last night. I mean. Detroit basketball. Not only do the Pistons, they're not going to finish with the worst record in NBA history, but the Detroit Red Wings opened up a baseball score on Washington. Yeah. And that offense is just clicking on all cylinders you're not kidding i mean that is incredible how well uh they have been playing offensively of late i mean it's that's multiple multiple games over five goals in five days that's pretty uh pretty impressive pretty impressive so it is good it is uh, a positive. You know, we talked, I, I'm glad when I was all hyped up saying, oh, they're back. You know, they finally, uh, you know, they come back and they return and they do put together a very nice performance that uh, makes one believe that, yes, they are back. Gostas Bear with two, Raymond, Comfer, Valeno, Larkin, Debrinkit, 
I mean, everybody getting in on the action. Everybody. It was last night's Wings game. I swear, if you took, if you look down for one second, you missed the goal. That's what it felt like. I mean, it it was that was so much fun, and obviously, plenty more to go uh, on that game. Uh, the Tigers played a doubleheader. Casey Mize pitched for the first time, so that was cool. We'll get into that. The Red Wings rolling a wild night in the MAC, in which the all three of the top teams lost. Like, how does how does that happen? So we'll get you caught up on the storylines there. Uh, the Pistons get their victory uh, in Chicago, and obviously just plenty more on uh, on the Detroit Red Wings. And thank God for the Detroit Red Wings because, I mean, obviously we all know where the Pistons are at. Uh, we don't know exactly what we're going to get from the Tigers, but spring training games, I mean, it's just, you know, just go out there, you know, pitchers pitch for an inning or two. Guys get a couple plate appearances. Like you know, I don't get uh, I don't get too worked up over what's happening in the uh, in the preseason of MLB. But you know, if if the Red Wings continue this, uh, the momentum that this builds for Detroit sports that have just been, I mean, you look at last year, look at the year before, uh, look at the year two thousand. Right, we just haven't had a whole lot to be happy about. We've just been kind of suffering. Uh, we haven't had this level of excitement, uh, and the fact that it's the it's the wings that are doing it too, uh, bringing back hockey town uh, to to where it belongs, man. That's that's just awesome. Caller early this morning, uh, Mark in Gun Lake wants to talk wings. Good morning, Mark. How are you, my friend? Oh, I couldn't believe that uh, last night. That that offense is crazy. But I got a qu- a big question for you. Has an affiliate of a of a hockey team, an NHL team? Um, ever won with them, the Stanley Cup and the Calder Cup, because I'm, yeah, of course, you know, I'm in West Michigan, and the Griffins are killing. Just roll. Here. That's my guy, Dan Watson. That's that's what it is, Mark. It's Dan Watson, the head coach. Waddy Waddy rules. Oh, that yeah. guy, that guy is the best. And they just beat Milwaukee. Yeah. Both of those teams. That that was the first time in AHL history that two clubs have ever met each other on fifteen or uh, fifteen point streaks or more. And the Griffins get the win. I think Milwaukee, what, had 19, 19 straight games with points or 19 wins or something wild. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And our goalie is like 10-0-2 or something like that in the last 12 games. or so. He's got, I think the last two games, he's got 65 out of 67 saves. That's incredible. Yeah, he won uh, AHL Player of the Week, Sebastian Kosa. Yeah, I heard that this morning. Yeah, and actually, Mickey Redmond last night said, what are we going to do with them? We got three great goalies on the Red Wings. You know, so I don't know what, what they're going to do with them. I don't know if they're going to trade them or, you know, get another pick. But well, Iserman's really doing does, – does Iserman have his mitts on the on the Griffins also? Oh, yeah. Oh, he does. Okay. Oh, yeah. I wasn't yeah, sure they, how all that worked in the AHL. Yeah, they run it, uh, run it top oh. to bottom. Um, the only thing is there will be – there will be less guys at the ECHL level, uh, the guys that come up from Toledo to, to Grand Rapids. There will be only a handful okay. of those guys that are actually on uh, Red Wing contracts. Okay, gotcha. You know, oh, I and, just, uh, you know, I love the Pistons. And the last night, I can't believe they finally played defense. I mean, I just could not believe that team. They were focused. They were helping each other. 
Duran had a dunk underneath, and he threw it out to Cunningham for a three-pointer. I couldn't believe that play. That was just that was a nail in the coffin at the end of the game there when Duran hit Cunningham in that corner. So, but I want to listen to your show, so I'm going to let you go. You guys have a great day, and I'll talk to you later. Well, Mark and Gun Lake, I appreciate it. I appreciate the call. I'm going to try to get your guy, uh, Dan Watson, because that's my my old friend from Toledo. Try to get him on uh, Friday morning uh, to join us to talk a little bit about the Grand Rapids Griffins and what a what a run uh, that they have been on. But yeah, uh, you look at the, the the situation where we're at. I, I'd rather be in that position right now. Is like, what are we going to do with all these guys? Because Billy Huso's injury doesn't it doesn't sound good. You know, it's uh, what lower body, but nobody's really saying anything about it. Um, you know, I wonder if that is is worse than what we what we would imagine. Alex Lyon's been great. James Reimer has been good. You know, Huso's injury. You know, most teams don't even carry three goalies, but I mean, we've had to, and it's worked out. It's worked out well for us uh, to this point, which is uh, which is great. But I will tell um, you know, there's 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 a lot to. You know, there, there's there's a lot to be happy about, a lot to be happy about with this Detroit organization, and it's uh, you know Stevie Y, baby, it's the Iser plan, it's the Iser plan, it's it's building uh, the major league club, and at the same time making sure that you're drafting well and and stocking up the cupboards uh, at the uh, at the minor league levels, and he is doing. Uh, just that we will uh, we will step aside when we return uh, the Tigers participated in a double header yesterday Casey Mize uh, threw his first pitches so we'll get into uh, the two games that took place get you caught up with what what took place in yesterday's uh, matinees of baseball uh, when we return here to X's and bros on the Michigan Sports Network Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey now he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state. And Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. The Freddie the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. 
This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports and Network. Bang Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866 838 4843. 866 838 4843. That's 866 838. Huge. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on uh, VCSN and YouTube and Facebook. We had a, a double header yesterday for the Detroit Tigers who were uh, back in action uh, a little spring training ball the first game uh, was up for the uh, for the Tigers as they were taking on the Baltimore Orioles they would lose 5-2 uh, to two in this game Matt Manning got the start no hits, no runs did walk one, struck out two and some very short work uh, for, uh, for him and overall from a hitting perspective uh, you know obviously you want to keep a lookout on uh, what Parker Meadows is doing, what uh, Justin Henry Malloy is doing, where is Zach McKinstry at? Um, you know, Parker Meadows was one for three. Uh, Malloy was 0 for three in the game. McKinstry was one for two with a run scored, a home run, an RBI, also drew a walk. Um, you know, what's, uh, what's our walk number going to be, our magic number of walks this year? Are we going to do a better job of being more disciplined uh, at the plate than we were uh, last year? And as for the lineup in the afternoon, they lose 5-2 to two to the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, much more excited about the lineup in Game 2 against the Toronto uh, Blue Jays, in which they won 6-4. to four. You had Riley Green, who went 2-2 uh, two for two with a run scored and drew a walk. Spencer Torkelson uh, was 1-1, one one, 2 RBI, run scored. That was great. Uh, Gio Urshela, how about him? Already hitting 667. Gio! You know, what's interesting here with Geo is, you know, where, where they want to find the, the right place to, you know, where they're going to put him, basically, for lack of a better way to put it. Uh, you know, where, where do you want him playing uh, every day? And is this, a, is this a spot where, you know, will he get some time at the DH? I don't know. It's worth tinkering around with. I can tell you that much. Let's just see. Let's let's see what goes on there at the hot corner. And um, you know, I I actually kind of I, I kind of like the deal. I know some people were critical of it, but I mean, I'll I'll take a bat any day of the week, especially in a lineup full of young guys. I will absolutely take a veteran player uh, that doesn't cost you anything. That's the other thing. Be like, oh wow, well, yeah, I don't know why you go off Dio Rochelle. It's like, dude, cost a million and a half. What in, in baseball? That's like unheard of. So, yeah, bring him on. Colt Keith there at second base, uh, one for two with a couple of RBI. Javi Baez uh, was 0 for two with a strikeout. We'll be obviously paying attention uh, to that. Akil Badu 0 for two. You know, everybody's going to have their um, their thoughts. And I, you know, is this, a, is this a bounce back year for Javi Baez? Is this the year where, you know, because maybe there's a little bit less stress, you know, he's already been, uh, you know, with the team. He only had nine home runs last year, uh, 59 RBI. His OPS was 593. His batting average was 222. 
And I mean, to be honest with you, it was a, it was a rough year. You know, thirty one years old there. You know, there were the fielding errors in which he was throwing the ball into the stands, and then there was the just overall lack of uh, plate discipline, which gave him you know it you know totaled out to be his worst batting average at the dish in the last four or five years. I mean, he isn't he hasn't hit that bad since the COVID year when everybody um, hit bad. But I, I I think that maybe this year. We start to see more, and I don't know, I, there's nothing, there's no reason to believe this. Uh, it's just kind of a feeling that maybe he reverts back to more of the 2016, 2017 Javi Baez, um, you know, or, you know, perhaps even how he hit it when he was with the Mets for those 47 games in 2001. You know, it's, he can do it. He can hit 299. He can hit 290 plus. Uh, he's done it before. You know, if he if he gets that average to hover around, you know, two seventy, what a difference uh, that will make uh, for this team. And I, I really, I I really do believe that. Like I, I believe that he's going to because, you know, second year with the club, better overall lineup and roster in my opinion, healthier lineup and roster. You don't have to press as much. Like just just go out there and, and play the game you love to play. Just go out there, see ball, hit ball. Uh, and show some show some patience. You know, you don't have to. You could draw a walk, like it, it's it's possible. You can you can do it. So uh, for for Javi Baez, uh, like I said, there's no there was no great story about how he went to you know some psychiatrist or whatever or uh, some drill that he did you know in the off season to believe like there's there's no rhyme or reason for me to feel this way. I just think that with a little bit less pressure now. Uh, I think that Tigers fans will take it a little easier because we kind of know. I mean, we've seen about as bad as it gets. So we might as well enjoy, try to be somewhat supportive and pray to God that he doesn't swing at everything low and away uh, that's going towards the other team's dugout. I think at that point right there, I think you, you, you kind of just you, you put in some belief here that he is going to be able to do it. Like he's going to be able to figure this out. It hopefully be the, you know, the Javi Baez that he has shown for full seasons at a time that he has shown that he can he can be, and that's kind of what I'm that's kind of what I'm hoping for. You know, he's played a lot of baseball, a lot of baseball there at shortstop, and you know that's a, that's a lot of you know when you have 19 errors on the season. Uh, and 26 errors the year before, you know, things look a little suspect. People are wondering, well, why, why is this happening? You know, especially when, you know, your last three years have all been double-digit error seasons. Like, that's kind of a lot considering the fact that, you know, that had ha- only happened one other time in your career, right? And I think that, I think that just comes from pressing. And, you know, settle in here now. You've been with the club for a couple of years. We want you to do well. We're gonna we're gonna root for you, and you know that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be that. Like I said, no specific drill or story that I've read about. Uh, just just kind of a hunch. We'll see if it turns out to be right. But I just feel like this year could be a lot more, a lot more relaxed for everybody. You know, because you come here with that, you know, the contract and all the hype and people think that you're going to change everything and you're going to be the one, the the catalyst. It's just baseball is so much more than that. And baseball is the most individualized team sport 
you got to really handle your business on a day-to-day. And I think that we saw with the way that A.J. Hinch is not afraid to manage this team. Um, you know, We saw that in Toronto last year. You know, where he got after Javi a little bit, Javi bounced right back. So, you know, I think that there's a good mix of guys here where they can they can believe, right? You don't have to go to work every day. Like, oh, my God, we're going to lose, right? If you walk in with that attitude, you're more than likely going to lose, you know. But if you can just, if you can, and this is why, like, sports psychology to me is, is just fascinating, right? I mean, what separates the good from the great? What 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 does that? Right. It's it's the mental aspect of the game because at this level, like everybody at the professional level, there's not anybody in Major League Baseball that can't hit the ball. Right. There's not everybody. There's not anybody in the PGA Tour that can't putt, but you get the yips. And what does the yips mean? Is the yips physical? No, the yips are mental. The yips are when you're standing over the free throw line thinking to yourself, oh, my God, I the, the basket's the size of a thimble. Right. But when you're locked into the zone. The hoop is the size of a lake. You could putt from the parking lot. The baseball looks like a cantaloupe. That's what separates the good from great is the mentality. And if I think if you go to work every day with a really good attitude, I think that that changes everything. I think it does. I think it it, it changes your outlook, uh, not only on life, but really when you start to look at everybody around you, like you don't have to show up and think you're going to lose every game. Like go out, there, go out there and play, plan to have fun. Casey Mize, by the way, threw 35 pitches, 17 of them for strikes. His fastball on average was 95.8 miles an hour, peaked at 97.3 for his first time pitching since April 14th of 2022. We'll be back with more X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. The Freddie the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Can't call in? 
Text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. An absolute pleasure uh, for you to be joining us. And what a night it was uh, last night inside Little Caesars Arena. Now, I want to point out here that Aiden Hutchinson uh, got to pull the goal horn. Why is that? Uh, why is that important at all? Well, there is something that has been taking place with Lions players when they pop in here to Little Caesars Arena because Jameson Williams was there to pull the goal horn and get things started. And what had happened was the Wings won six to three to the Penguins. Then Ben Johnson showed up and they won six to one over the Blues. Now Aiden Hutchinson shows up, pulls the goal horn, yells, chugs a beer does all that good stuff. They win 8-3. to Derek Lalonde said, quote, we could probably credit the Lions for a good 6-8 to eight points this year. The final tally for the Red Wings when the Lions pull the goal horn is 20-7. to seven, A football score. Hmm. Interesting. Now, I'm not saying there's a direct correlation, but it's really difficult for you to try to argue that there isn't. Really tough. Uh, it also... When asked about it, Derek Lalone did say he had the bat signal out uh, for Dan Campbell to stop him by the team. Obviously, with the combine going on, uh, Coach Campbell's a little busy right now. But, you know, he's an indie. We'll, we'll hear from him uh, coming up a little bit later. But this game last night, if you took your eyes off the screen, the Red Wings scored. That's just the way that it is. Like, they were, not, I mean, the boys are buzzing. This offense is firing at full cylinders. Remember that 18 cup winning team. Here's Valeno. Pass back. Oscar scores. The ghost. Shane Gostisbehere gets us started. And uh, as Ken Daniel said, the first goal he scored in 25 games. Let's one rip. Now it's his eighth goal of the season. So you have to remember that now as we continue on this journey here of Red Wings hockey this morning. Gostisbehere at that point has eight goals. On the year. I'll get to why that is important here uh, coming up momentarily. So we're up one nothing, And you're like, okay, that's a good start. Now, because Washington came into this game with 63 points. The Red Wings, folks, were sitting at 70. Like, this is like 63 points. The Washington Capitals came in in third place in the wildcard chase. The Red Wings are in first. Entering the game, Tampa Bay was in second. And then you had Washington right there. Okay, so 70 points for the Wings. It was 69 for Tampa Bay, and it was 63 for Washington. So this is very much a a big-time game. This is a race kind of game, the chase for the playoffs. It's on, baby. Let's go, just to put into perspective of where this club is at. Now, Last night we'll get to last night's score as well, but that's that's just to paint the picture of how important this game is for both of these clubs, right? And so you get off to a good start. You're feeling pretty good about things, just in general. But obviously, you know, one nothing. 
you know, this is all right, good deal. You know, we get on the board first. You know, think about how many third period comebacks this team has had to make. But also, a lot of games this year, like they've been able to acquire a lead and they've been able to hold on to it. It's a lot easier to play with a lead than it is to be able to try to come back from behind. So five minutes and 45 seconds into this thing, Gossis Bear gets his eighth of the year. Then the young stud who, because the way that the number one line of DeBrinkett, Kane, and Larkin, trust me, we'll get to those uh, those three scallywags. I mean, oh my God, what they did last night is illegal in five countries. Holy jumping, they're good. All right, but we'll get to them, right? Because I, everybody's talking about it. It's Patrick Kane, for God's sakes. He had the big thing, an overtime goal, you know, it's a Brinkin, you know, the cat, like how good is he? Just a youngster, you know, mid twenties, you know, Larkin, the captain, is he a number one? Is he not a number one? I mean, you, you put some next level talent around him and by God, look at the kid play, right? I can't call him a kid. He's a grown man at this point. He's got a goatee, uh, but the, the first line's getting all the, they're getting all the love and rightfully so. It's not a problem that, you know, everybody's talking about uh, that first line of Debrinket, Kane and Larkin. I don't have any issue with that, but Lucas Raymond, folks, that young selection, that young Swede has come here, and he was the y'all the cats rate you know, cats meow in year number one. Lucas Raymond is quietly having a really good year, a really good year, and I don't want that to be overlooked. And I know everybody's excited about everything. That's great, that's awesome. But Lucas Raymond is having a year. He makes it two nothing off of a great feed from JT Comfort. Reemstike after it, tried to poke it along, but beaten to it. It oh. scores, Freeman! What a play by Comper! Boy, I'm here to tell you. What a release by Lucas Raymond. What a selection he was. What a, I mean, this guy, this kid is so, he is so good. And he's fun. And he's young. And he gets that puck on a stick, and he just rips that sucker. And that is, I mean, that's the that's the great drafting uh, by Steve Eiserman. Like that's where that we didn't get the ping pong ball, uh, we didn't get any luck in the lotto, and unfortunately, like you know, we we was we thought the world was over. Would Connor Bedard have been cool? Sure, yeah, obviously. But you know what? Uh, in 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 past drafts, you know we grab more Mo Sider, and people are like, "Oh, why would you do that?" And you grab Lucas Raymond. Oh, what are you doing there? And it's like, "Yo, we got these are these are franchise pieces. What are you people talking about? Or rookies like right away? Like, yeah, these are young kids that can can come in and play NHL hockey. Like they're NHLers. These guys are here. They're not going anywhere. Like hopefully these guys are like lifetime sort of deals uh, for the Red Wings that we have long standing, decade long <laughs> tenures with the club." Like, what do you, these are foundational pieces, folks. Now, sure, Washington would score, whatever. Hendricks Lapierre would score. Uh, Alex Ovechkin, Anthony Mantha on the assist. So it's two to one wings. And that happened in the second period, two minutes and nine seconds in. And then Joey V, Joe Valeno, picks up his 11th of the season from David Perron. Give away. Edmondson couldn't clear it. Ronda Valeno, he's got time. High slot, the shot, scores! Ruth shot, Valeno! Absolute dynamite. Absolute dynamite there. Joey V. Joe Valeno makes it 3-1. to one. 
And it's like, okay, all right, there we go. We're feeling really good right now, really good. Uh, the, the boys are cooking with gas. And from a scoring standpoint, as I just tweeted out, like the Red Wings have had more 10-goal scores than anybody in the league. Nobody has more goals scored by 10 different guys than the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, it's been it, it, it's been awesome. It has been sensational. And at this point, like, you're feeling 3-1, to one, okay. Midway through the second, offense is rolling. That's great. How about Gosses Bear again? That's just the uh, that's just a crowd audio one. Listen to that crowd. Listen to it now. Gosses Bear gets the goal, and why I said earlier, like, hey, remember the fact that he had eight because he gets another goal. That one is from Lucas Raymond, who, by the way, scored earlier for his seventeenth goal of the season. Gets an assist there, his thirty third of the year. Start doing some math. That's a fifty point season already. Good for him. So Gostas Bear gets number two on the year, or number two on the night, making it number nine on the year. How about that? And so you are one player away now. I think we talked about this yesterday. We had Mort Sider and Ghost that were both three goals away from being double-digit scorers. Well, guess what? Ghost gets two in the game, and now he's just one goal away. Well, she would score again, but yeah, whatever. Okay, so it's four to two now. But we pick things up. End of the second period. Twenty seconds remaining. Where we get where we get it from? Valley Sports Detroit. Period. And Copper right and here. Look at here. Poor Cop. Copper wide open. He's got it. He scores. A short-handed goal. It's five to two. Cop to Copper. Five to two. Special teams got to be special, right? How good is the power play, Ben? Right? How good is the penalty kill been? Uh, both of the, both of our special teams units, and obviously five on five, you got to win there. You're not going to win games, um, but it, it's just it's a it's a beautiful thing, right? Beautiful thing. And then you get this this incredible feed. Uh, we'll get the you know we get the Fabry goal. So conference scores at the end of the second period, shorthanded, giving him his fifteenth. He got assists from. Cop uh, his sixteenth of the year. Cider his twenty fifth assist of the year, and then Robbie Fabry. Gets a goal on the board on the power play from Patrick Kane grabbing his 17th assist and Daniel Sprong his 22. That made it six to two before um, six to two. And at this point, you're really kind of thinking, okay, this is. I mean, it was five to two before, and this thing is basically over at this point. Quickly moved to Brinkett. Sprong Kane back in front. They score. jumping it's just that yeah it's just robbie fabry just doing the dirty work and you know the pucks working its way around the power play setup has been um awesome they've taken a much different approach in their structure uh, for the power play uh, this this year and, and we're really they have the tools and able to do it so they're playing the bumper a, a lot more and so what they're doing is they're basically setting up in um uh, think about it like a, a diamond plus one player, right? That's the best way to do it. So Fabry being the top portion of the diamond, you've got two players on either flank. Uh, they're going to man those face-off dots on either side. The bumper uh, between 
between the circles. Uh, so, you know, and then you have your, your man back there at the point, man in the blue line. And they have, they have done such a good job out of this power play structure here. They are just abusing. I mean, they're, they're just, it's just pass, 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 pass. And it, for whatever reason, the, it, it condenses the defense in such a way uh, that they are able to take great advantage of. And the puck movement has just been, and they're not even waiting. They're not even waiting. They're just getting the puck on their stick and sliding over to the next guy. And Kane uh, kind of like slid this thing right at uh, right at the net, and Fabry just stuck his stick down and said, Bloop, there it is. I got you. No problem there, pal. And uh, the structure of the power play has just been, it, it's been incredible. That's Derek Lalone. Um, it's it's Steve Eiserman putting the, putting the groceries in the cart and Derek Lalone in the kitchen cooking. Uh, that's what it is. All right, then the number one line gets out there, and they're like, okay, now it's our time. You know, everybody else got some. It's, it's party time out here. Kane, Larkin, Debrinket, an absolute thing of beauty to make it 7-3. to three. Max Pecioretty got one uh, for Washington in the third. Not a big deal, whatever. 6-3 to three at this point. Under 10 minutes of play in the third period, and then this absolute highlight reel takes off. Ottawa for Alex Debrinket. Look at this. Here's Larkin with Debrinket. Back for Kane. Back to Larkin. Debrinket. He scores! Wow, first seven goal game. That's pretty cool. Like that's a lot of fun, and uh, you know, good for it to break it. Keep those numbers. Let's just keep piling on, boys. Let's keep it rolling. And wow, seven goals in a game. They must be done, huh? But like a bad infomercial. Just wait. There's more. Raymond across the shot. They score. Larkin. One of the things I love about hockey, I tell you one of the things I love about hockey, um, there is a lot of people are asking about what's going to happen at the trade deadline. And they want to, you know, there's you know some names that are floating around out there and people are t- trying to package these deals together on the interwebs that, um, you know, are going to be relinquishing some prospects and maybe some picks. And, you know, one of the things I don't want to ruin and I, I, I'm not trying to be a prisoner of the moment here, so bear with me. However, one of the things I don't want to ruin is the chemistry that this club has built. They are 7-2-1 and one in their last 10. They now have their first winning streak of six games or more in the Iser plan era. And they have 213 goals for which is the second best in the entire Eastern Conference. Fifth best in the league. I mean, this team is scoring at an incredible clip. And some of the teams that they trail, teams like uh, Vancouver, for example, who's put up 221. Uh, The Colorado Avalanche that's put up 221. The Dallas Stars that have put up 218. We have 213 goals in total. Uh, We've played less games. Right, the number one offense in the Eastern Conference right now is the Toronto Maple Leafs, who are eight and two in their last ten. We'll get to that momentarily. Don't worry. But I love after the goal and David Perron, seven hundred and fifty career points uh, for him. What an accomplishment that is! Uh, you look at the way that this team just absolutely dominated 
uh, last night about the Capitals. One of the things I really like is Larkin scored uh, that last goal there, and they pick up the eighth goal. And what I found was interesting is they get the you know they're carrying the puck over the line, they got good good pace and space there. That's a basketball term that can definitely apply to hockey. And Larkin looks right over at Raymond, and they're going in for the group hug, the group selly, right, and just kept looking at him, right. And Raymond and Raymond says something directly to to Larkin about the goal, right. And this group is so this group is so connected right now that they they love each other. Like you you gotta have if you're gonna be a good team, you gotta get along. You know, there's that old saying, you don't have to like each other, but you know, you, you gotta be able to make it work. This team, this team, you can see it. They're not, they're not, they don't take selfish shots. They move that puck around. They're all trying to make plays. And this is what happens when you win. Right? This is what happens when you win. And one of the goals that Lion gave up was just however the puck made it through a, a basket weave full of people, like whatever. Nah, I'm not playing. It's, it just kind of is what it is. But when you, when everybody's working to achieve and accomplish the same goal, when team success comes first and you don't care how it gets done, you just want to get it done, that's when you start to you click over into, wait a minute, we have something special here. That's what the Red Wings have. The Red Wings have a zest and a joy that they play with with each other that comes through the television. You don't have to sit in the dressing room to see this. You could see it on the screen. And it's real. It's real. Now, I might have more details on this for tomorrow's program as I am uh, I am on assignment later on today, this afternoon, for some Red Wings luncheon today at Motor City Casino. So I will be there uh, doing that. I will dig up information. I will ask the tough questions. I will find out what's going on in that locker room or dressing room, as we like to say, in hockey. But it's so awesome to have Red Wings hockey back, and you can tell how much we've all missed it because it is it, it, when they're good, it's special. There's no other way to put it. We're going to talk more Red Wings hockey coming up a little bit later, but Dan Campbell took the podium uh, at the Combine. What do you have to say? We'll get to it coming up an hour or two next. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence. Bursting with excitement and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. The day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined. At Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built 
Lions Golf Cart. Text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lomas Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from IMPACT Power Sports and The Huge Show. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a good morning. Wake up to a brand new day. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. Hour number two. X's and bros on a Wednesday. Big news, breaking news here on the program. Uh, we, we are back. Not only are the Red Wings back, but the uh, the sixth annual two-man, two-club scramble is back. We have nailed down a date here. It is going to be Saturday, August 3rd. And we have moved the actual outing off of the island back to the mainland. So we used to do it at uh, an island called Putin Bay. If you've never been there, it's an island in Lake Erie. Uh, it's technically in Ohio. It's like you know, drive towards Cedar Point, hop on a ferry. It's like a 15-minute ferry ride to this party island. If you've never been there, it's quite the experience. I would highly recommend it. Uh, but you're just gonna get like you're gonna get a Vegas a Vegas pool party at a county fair. That's the best way I know how to describe it. Uh, it's just a bunch of pool bars and island bars, and uh, you know it's a great place for the boaters. Uh, they like to go and they like to uh, put their boats in, uh, put in bay. And, uh, you know, they dock their boats and they, they hang out on the island. And the island's it, it's incredible. It's got its own school. It's got its own police force. Uh, there's golf carts there that you can rent to drive around the island. Uh, picture Mackinac, but just trashier, right? That, I guess that's the best way to put it. Like a Mackinac Island and then, um, you know, Mackinac Island's very, very uh, prestigious island. Yes, yes, yes. Very prestigious out there in Mackinac, right? Horse and carriage, you know. You think about the Grand Hotel there. 
Uh, you don't get the Grand Hotel at Putin Bay. <laughs> you don't get that there. Uh, there is none of that. There is no. There are no horse and buggies there. Um, you might see some things, and then from the back, you're like, "Wow, is that a horse?" Uh, but you know, outside of that, you're not going to see any. You know, so it's a. Uh, we're going to move it to the mainland to a nine-hole track called Cherrywood, which is in the. Uh, I don't even know where to describe where Cherrywood is at. I think it's technically like Ottawa Lake, Michigan. Uh, so basically, um, you know, what is it? Uh, 20 minutes west of Monroe, between like Monroe and Adrian, maybe is a good way to put it. Uh, but yeah, it's a uh, it's a nine hole course and it's a BYOB event. And the owner of the course said, you guys do whatever you want. I'll have the DJ booth ready. Uh, so it's a great event. It's uh, two people, two uh, two clubs. That's all you get. And you could start the registration uh, right now. I have tweeted out a link. It'll be on Facebook uh, as well. Uh, but if you are interested, you can uh, you can email uh, Joe Kinsey, K-I-N-S-E-Y, Joe Kinsey at gmail.com. If you want to hop in, it is the uh, the sixth annual two-man, two-club scramble. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, you don't bring anything except for your beer to this one. You know, Before, you just had to show up and get on the island. That was half the battle. But this, uh, we have the clubs, we have the balls, we have everything you need. Uh, you're not going to get, you know, popped for, you know, four and five dollar beers from the cart girl. Like, no, load, load your bags, folks, load your bags. And then we'll work on, uh, you know, what I, one thing I really wanted for last year that we just, we were a little unorganized, not going to lie, a little, little ill prepared for it. I want to get those beer can sleeves that you just kind of throw over your shoulder. You, you know what I'm talking about? It looks like a, looks, you know how they get those uh, folding chairs, those folding chairs goes, it goes in those sleeves. Well, they make those for like beer cans and it can usually hold like a six pack of beer cans and it comes in a sleeve. So you can literally just, you know, sling it over your shoulder and carry it around with you. I think that's a great idea. That's exactly what we need. And they're made for beer. So it's perfect. Uh, we, we'll, we'll have ice available and uh, yeah, we'll get after it. We're going to do food trucks and all kinds of stuff. So if you're interested, check out the, uh, the Twitter link and uh, we'll put it on Facebook as well. It's uh, it, it's it's pretty awesome, and it's the cheapest golf event you'll ever play in, and it's a good time, you know. And really, what I'm hoping for is all the guys that are stuck in their prison camps that they'll be able to break loose uh, for a day now that the event isn't on the island. Because from anybody that knows about Putin Bay, as a married person, it's very difficult to explain why you're going there unless your significant other is going there with you. So a lot of guys would just lie and be like, oh, I got a golf outing, right? That's not a lie. They just wouldn't tell the full story of like the location of said golf outing and and things like that. So uh, this is a good way to just, uh, you know, break, break free your your chains, uh, get out uh, of the house and be able to do something uh, that is, you know, you're going to get in less trouble for doing this uh, than you would if it were at, you know, uh, the island itself. Because like I said, if anybody who knows about it, yeah, it's very... It's a little bit, a uh, little bit more, more difficult to get away with. So this is, uh, this will break you loose. All right, what's going on in the world of sports? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Huge news. Oh, man. Wait a minute. It's Freddy. Freddy. The more breaking news today is Freddy, the pizza man, getting in on the two-man, two-club scramble. Oh, I like that. 
I like the sounds of that a lot. Like I said last year, we were just uh, we we just it was kind of last minute, and that's always tough to do things last minute. And then getting everything to the islands, the hard part. You gotta have the tables, the coolers, because we put coolers on like every other hole, uh, filling the coolers. Like that's the other thing, like the amount of money that we spend on beer and you know, seltzers now, because the kids like the seltzer. By kids, I mean those that are 21 years of age and up. I use kids as a term to, you know, generalize younger people than me. So not actual kids. Just to clarify there for legal purposes. Uh, the Detroit Red Wings monster win uh, last night, eight to three over the Washington Capitals. Everybody gets a goal. The boys are buzzing. Uh, they have won six games in a row. They are seven two and one in their last 10 games and now i believe 16 4 and 2 since the turn of the new year so that is awesome also with that win they jumped into the number one wild card spot with 72 points how about that tampa bay lost last night to philly tampa bay now in the second wild card position detroit has two games in hand to the lightning and the lightning have 69 points also with the win of the Capitals there, or pardon me, with the loss of the Capitals, the win for the Red Wings, I mean to say, the Capitals slide down. The New Jersey Devils now hop above them by a point. So that's big for New Jersey. And also what happened last night, not only did Tampa Bay lose, but Toronto lost as well. 6-3 to three to the Vegas Golden Knights. Why is that important? Toronto right now, number three in the Atlantic Division with 74 points. The Red Wings with 72 points. That's the team the Red Wings are trying to catch to get out of the wild card. So, wow. Now, with the Boston Bruins and Florida Panthers now each tied atop the Atlantic standings with 82 points. We got ourselves a horse race here, folks. We got ourselves a horse race, and it is going to be a lot of fun uh, down the stretch. That much is for certain. And it is something that Detroit sports fans have been waiting for. We have been waiting for April and the D to return are we finally there? We, we, well, we're there with one of the teams. Uh, now if we could just get the Pistons act together. And speaking of those Detroit Pistons, how about those Pistons? Detroit Basketball! Asar Thompson with 13-8-3 on 5 of 8 shooting. Isaiah Stewart, Beef Stew, is back. He got the start, went for 11-9. 4 of 9 from the field. Jalen Duran had 14-10-5 with a steal in 3 blocks in 31 minutes. For the young standout, he was 5 of 9 for the field. Cade Cunningham was sensational. 26 points on 9 of 13 shooting. Added 5 rebounds and 5 assists with a block. Only had 3 turnovers. Jaden Ivey struggled a little bit. 15 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists, a steal, a block. Turned it over 4 times. 4 of 7 from the field. It's Simone Fontecchio. 17 points, 3 rebounds, and assists, a steal. 6 of 12 off the bench. 5 of 9 from 3. Just came in on an absolute explosion. I'm not necessarily necessarily sure why however uh we keep running out these all bench lineups because the entire starting lineup at worst was a plus 14 and that was asar thompson the bench lineup at best was evan fournier who only played six minutes he was a minus five fontecchio and flynn were minus 13s wiseman and quentin grimes were both minus 14 and we have the news that we're actually going to buy out mike muscala so the, we for what I don't I don't understand like so we got rid of we got rid of Marvin Bagley for nothing and gave up two picks for nothing. Oh 
All right, that's what we got going on the headlines. We'll have more coming up in Hour 3. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from Impact Power Sports and The Huge Show. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's a pleasure to be riding along with you this morning after uh, some sensational Red Wings hockey. Uh, Tigers with a doubleheader yesterday. Pistons getting a win. My goodness. Combine week is here. Absolutely insane absolutely insane all right i want to get into this here from what happened last night because we got ourselves a little bit of a horse race and um you know for some of you you might pay attention to it and if you don't i'm sorry that you don't you're probably going to yell or turn the turn the station or do whatever it is you do but we had a wild night last night in the mid-american conference a wild night now, a lot of our listenership, I'm sure it went to a Mid-American Conference school at some point. Last night, what took place was just an absolute, uh, I, I don't even know what to call it. It was, it was chaos. It was mayhem last night. Because let me, let me break it down to you. We had the top three teams in the Mid-American Conference because the entire conference was in action last night. And so, you know, we've got a really, really tight race here for the MAC. Everyone's getting ready for the tournament in Cleveland. Uh, you're going to have to be able to, you know, have to be able to win the conference tournament to get in because the conference has been so bad. And you had the Akron Zips, the the Toledo Rockets, and the Central Michigan Chippewas were one, two, and three. The Ohio Bobcats were four. Bowling Green was five. Right? 
Then last night, so we had Akron, Toledo, Central, Ohio, and BG. Those were our top top five teams. Toledo was taking on a nine and eighteen Northern Illinois team, nine and eighteen team that was three and ten on the road, three and ten on the road, and this was played at Toledo. Central Michigan was taking on a five hundred Ball State club. Ohio had the big one against Akron. In Bowling Green was taking on another five hundred club. In Miami, and by the way, Eastern beat Western seventy to sixty-seven. The Eastern Michigan Eagles, uh, twelve and sixteen on the year, five and ten in conference play. Western Michigan, tough loss for them. Road trip across the state, directional game. Come on, Broncos, we got to get weird over at Waldo's. They're ten and eighteen and seven and eight in MAC play. I think that Western Michigan has one of the most fabulous MAC basketball arenas in in the conference. I and I've been to all of them. I know a lot of people are like, well, what about the jar? The jar is okay. James A. Rhodes Arena, that's okay. Uh, Muncie, nah. Miami, no. Northern Illinois, no. Buffalo, glorified high school gym. Um, they just, you know, you look around the conference. Obviously, I'm going to be biased. Toledo's got like the clubs and the suite levels and all that. So they have more of like a real, real arena. Convocation Center in Ohio is just massive. Like they can pack them in there. Uh, so that's a very unique. The Stroh Center is actually a lot smaller. Stroh Center, I think, is less than 6,000 people at capacity, but it's perfect for Bowling Green, right? You don't need to play in some jumbo, empty arena all the time. What you can do is you can you know, build a smaller venue, a really nice, smaller venue, and you can, you can fill it out and create a little scarcity there for your product. So that's good. So BG had just beaten Toledo last Friday night on national television in the rivalry game. Just beat them. And Toledo's got the like the conferences right there. They split with Akron. And so you're thinking to yourself, like, oh man, like, okay. You're looking for the number one seed, looking for another uh regular season champion, uh, regular season championship banner for whatever that's worth. I mean, it doesn't get you into the tournament, but it looks good. It gives you the number one seed and the best odds, you know, in the tournament, uh, or the best seeding accordingly. And so you go into last night, okay, there's some games that need to be won. The Ohio Bobcats, and we'll talk to the coach, Kyle Barlow, with the upset special over the number one team in the conference down there at the Convo, 74-67. to Massive win for Ohio as they beat Akron. So Ohio then jumps up to the third spot in the conference because Central Michigan lost to Ball State at home at McGurk. Ryan, what is going on with your Chippewas? They lose by 879-71. I mentioned Bowling Green lost 66 to 58. So you have both of those teams that lost. Ohio is the only one in the top five that won. That was it. And the Bobbies, oh, you, oh, yeah, as they like to say, the Bobcats have now won three in a row. Akron loses to them. Toledo has Northern Illinois in town, a team that is three and 11, or yeah, three and 11 in conference play. They can't win on the road, and Toledo gets beat by three, getting outscored in the second half, 47-35, to and the Rockets lose on the same night that Akron loses. So therefore, the top two teams stay the same. That was your chance to jump them. Oh, what a mess. The top five, four out of the top five teams in the conference all lost last night. And all of a sudden, here come the Bobcats lurking in the shrubs. 
Here they come at 16 and 12 on the year. They have been so good at home, 11 and 3 inside the convocation center. That's what, you know, Ryan was joking about Big Ten teams can't win on the road, right? And, and that's, that's true. Big Ten teams have really struggled on the road. Unless your Big Ten team goes on the road and brings all your fans and then just plays a home game on the road, then it's a little bit different that we've seen that. I just witnessed that happen with Purdue. But look at it like this. Akron is 12-0 at home. Toledo and Ohio are both 11-3 at home. Bowling Green's 11-4 at home. Central's 9-3 at home. On the road, Akron is seven and five. Toledo's six and five. Ohio's three and seven. Central six and eight. Bowling Green's four and six. I mean, we got quite the race here coming to Cleveland. And a reminder, only got only eight teams make the tournaments. The bottom four are making the tournament. And that's a night right there where look, if you are playing, you know, Buffalo, Eastern, if you're playing Ball State, if you're playing Northern Illinois. Like you you got to win those games. Like the Western one is really dicey because they're the eighth seed right now. That's real dicey right now. And, you know, I feel bad for my Broncos out there. But holy jumping. I mean, you got the second worst team in the league, a team that comes in 3-11 and in the conference and is 9-18 and overall at home and get beat like that in the second half. Oh, God, my Rockets, what is going on? Everybody's my team, by the way. Uh, except for Akron, I don't care about Akron. Um, I don't like Akron, and I don't like uh, I don't like Kent State either. Can't read, can't write Kent State and Northern. I don't like them or Ball State, but all the Michigan schools, Rockets, Falcons, those are all my teams. If if they're doing really well, I'll call them my team. And obviously the Bobcats, you know, Coach Barlow, he's my friend, uh, and he coaches there, and that's why we have him on the radio because he's great on the radio. Uh, he's a diehard sports guy. He's a Michigander. Uh, he just coaches Division One basketball, and uh, I love I love having him on the show, and that's that's why we have him on the show. It's not because we're you know on the payroll from Ohio University. Uh, it's not because you know they they buy the time or the spot for Coach Barlow to come on. It's because that's my friend. Literally, it's no different than like Freddie the Pizza Man calling in. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's just my buddy, and he likes to do radio, and I like having him on. And you know, one day hopefully we can cook with uh, cook with some gas together. So a wild night in the MAC and just disappointment across the board because that's just a mess. Uh, four of your top five teams all fall on the same night. That, my friends, is the definition of maction. If only we could find a, a way to get them off of ESPN Plus. By the way, I didn't realize this. Um, I thought I was just having a, a television issue. So it happened, uh, it happened like a couple months ago, but I didn't really, it didn't, I was like, whatever, right? And then I tried it again last night, and for whatever reason, even though I have a cable package, if I'm trying to stream a game on Bally Sports Detroit, I have, a, I can connect my TV provider. When I click that, it says sign into Bally Sports Plus, and I'm like, why? I have a TV provider. That's what I'm trying to, I don't understand I don't know if it's just that one individual TV, like I'm going to have to play around with my HDMI cords, or do you, or does somebody know this right away that you cannot not any longer stream any games without having an account, like a Bally Sports account? Because I have a cable provider. like I should be able to plug that information in and just be, be good. I, I don't know. All right, we'll step aside. Dan Campbell took the podium. We'll hear from him. The Combine next. X and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore. 
Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. And I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. Boy, I just I just saw something. A former Grizzly scorekeeper, Alex Rucker, who is a uh, Sixers executive, was on this uh, Pablo Torre finds out. I've never even heard of that. It says that the uh, practice of juicing NBA stats was reinforced internally within the Grizzlies. This is exactly what I have been saying for years about the Russell Westbrook triple double thing. Like they were, I, I'm telling, and we argued about this on this very program. And I'm like, I'm sitting there watching, listening. People are looking to me during the course of a game, going, "You, are, you think that's an assist?" Did the pass lead to the shot? Yes or no? That's an assist in basketball. You know, they're talking about trying to track hockey assists. Like, no way. No way. The Russell Westbrook triple-double thing is probably the biggest sham in NBA history. The points are the points. They can't take anything away from that. But the assists and the rebounds? Go back and watch those Oklahoma City Thunder games. Like they're giving him assists on plays that are they the pass does not lead, but everybody knows he's running for the record. He's going for the triple double mark. They just hand him out. The rebounds? You're telling me you have post players? You have forwards in the league that are giving up rebounds to a guard so that he can chase he can stat hunt? Are you serious right now? There I never would no. I'd have told him to go shut up. Take a hike. I'm getting this rebound. I've taken every rebound out there. Trade me. I don't want to be a part of that organization anyways. That's what you guys are worried about? 
You're worried about E.T. getting stats? You're out of your mind. No way. No way. They're the biggest. That's the biggest sham and travesty in NBA basketball history. The Russell Westbrook triple. That's why I never respected it. I didn't care when it happened. I only dogged it when it did because I knew what was taking place. The scorekeepers are juicing it. They're absolutely inflating the numbers. They're giving him credit for things that he shouldn't have gotten credit for, and the team's giving him rebounds. You're telling me somebody's shooting a free throw and you're going to let the guard run up there and get the rebound? You're out of your mind. Out of your mind. Like, the whole thing was a sham. And now we finally got somebody to say, yeah, no, we did it back in the 90s. Like, yeah. But, oh, Russell Westbrook's triple-double. Like, oh, my God. Great. How many, like, that's why titles matter. That's why winning matters. That's all that matters is winning. Your contract doesn't matter. Your stats don't matter. Win games and win it all. That's why and Russell Westbrook, Hall of Very Good, not Hall of Fame in my book. Period. End of discussion. If I had a vote, I'm not voting for him. Not in the Pro Basketball Hall of Fame, not in the NBA's Hall of Fame. Now he'll make it in this new Hall of Fame because everybody gets it. I mean, hell, people think Draymond Green should be a Hall of Famer. And then what they do is they talk about, oh, this he's a future Hall of Famer. They embed it into your mind. They beat it into your brain. So you just automatically think, like, oh, yeah, Hall of Fame. No, absolutely not. Not a chance. Get out of here. No way. No way. Superstar Kane now drops every offensive player one spot where they belong, making this team so much better. Great for the state. The offense has been very good, but I would like to see Eisenman pick up a very good defense in because the playoffs are all about defending and goaltending. Now, I'm not opposed to adding somebody on the blue line, but at what cost? And who's it going to be? So those would be the two most important questions that I could ask. Who is your trade target? And what are you willing to give up for that player? I've seen a lot of chatter on the internet. You know, people firing up the trade machines. You know, it is one of the very good, um, very good byproducts of having Steve Eiserman at the helm is the way that they have uh, they have drafted. They have been able to stock the cupboards, Grand Rapids. My guy Dan Watson on an absolute tear right now for the Griffins. Uh, Sebastian Cosa has been simply sensational uh, between the pipes. AHL player of the week. He's been great. Uh, that team's been great. Who would have thunk it? Dan Watson, Derek Lalone, leading their respective clubs at the AHL and the NHL level to the success, to the runs that they're on right now. Both those guys uh, working the bench for the uh, Toledo Walleye all those years ago. Uh, that brings a tear to my eye. A tear to my eye. But look at him. And that's what it is. Like, it's it's all about elevation, right? You have to continue. You got to continue the climb. You have to continue the climb. And if you ever stop climbing, uh, then I have some questions I need to ask. I need to find some answers. Uh, you get comfortable, that kills you. Comfortability kills you. You have to... In this realm of professional sports, because when you get paid, you're a professional. In this realm of professional sports, if you're not trying to climb the ladder, if you're not trying to get to the next level, if you're not, then what are we doing here? What are we doing here? And then for, uh, even, even with some of my employers, right? I'll take the University of Toledo, for example. 
Uh, University of Toledo has always been incredibly supportive of me on my on my journey. Uh, Heather Lutz at UT is the number one name. Some people have uh, Heather Lutz at UT is is the number one list on uh, number one at the top of my sheet for references on my resume. You know, I want them to call her first because she gets it. She understands. Uh, not everybody does, but she absolutely gets it. And the support of the climb there is it's it's necessary. It's important. It's it's appreciated. You have to keep climbing. And for guys like Dan Watson, Derek Lalone, who have done it at the mid-major level, then to be able to climb up the ranks, you know, they've done it in the junior level, they've done it at the ECHL level, now they're doing it at the AHL level, doing it at the NHL level, like that's that's coaching, like that's what it is. You know, when you have to you have to keep climbing. And you know, it is it, it, it can be so difficult in some of the sports. I say that, you know, I think that college football is probably a little bit different here. Uh, if you build a if you build a mid-major power, then I think that you could probably you, you could stick around. You could stick around and do it because then, you know, your accessibility, the, the money that you can make in football, uh, what you can build, how you can recruit, like everything kind of changes. You just need that ability to get into the tournament. In football, that's always been my biggest gripe uh, with the college football playoff uh, because I think that we would see a little bit more stability uh, among uh, you know around those group of five ranks, if you will, of guys that are sticking around, guys that want to stay, the, the guys that want to build something very special. You know, Mountain Union's coach, for example. You know, when you have that kind of success, I don't think I don't think you can ever leave. <laughs> I don't I don't think you can ever. You can never leave. The, the Karras family there is like, they are royalty. And, I mean, Mountain Union is a, is a powerhouse. Um, you, know, you look at the North Dakota State powerhouse. Like, I think that if you build that up, you are, you know that when you, you know that when you walk away, it's, it's cooked, it's over. And so I think that there's probably a little bit more responsibility at the group of five level if you are really building something special. If you don't have someone immediately in place I think you care about the program enough that you're like, hey, I'm going to hand this to you. I'm going to go chase this. We'll reconvene at a later date, and that's okay. But I think everywhere else, you know, you really you really got to continue the climb. You have to. Uh, Freddie's on hold, wants to talk wings and pistons. How about them stones last night, baby? Come on, Freddie. Well, that's, that's the reason why I wanted to talk business. I didn't even know they played yesterday. Where, where did they play at? Because I was watching the wings on, on – uh, I'm they run honest. they run Bally Sports Extra. So they run in my cable station it's it's 10 channels north. My, my daughter's making fun of my laugh. You know what? Get out get out go get out of the car and go into school and learn something. Have a nice day. Learn something useful. Right? Are they ever going to teach you how to balance a checkbook or are they going to you know, keep teaching them about the Pythagorean theorem, which I mean to be honest with you not that useful in the real world. I've never had to solve a polynomial one time in the real world. Or are we going to are we going to keep like coloring books out and keep teaching them stuff that's irrelevant? No, no. When I was thirteen, I, I used to do all my dad's paperwork. He taught me how to do all his paperwork. Right, you know, back in the day, you used to write checks and stuff like that. I still so do. I'm, I'm I'm about to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I write a few. I, obviously, for work, I do. But uh, anyways, um, you know, I, I had no idea who the Pistons players there. Chicago. 
Wow, I had no idea, man. That's 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 bizarre. I well, I guess when you're that bad, but uh, um, yeah, but good good win for them. I hope they win. I'm going on Friday, so I hope they win on Friday. They almost won when I went there the other day. I hope they win on Friday, but uh, whatever. Now the wings. Are you going to take Fontecchio um, a pizza? <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I. Uh, I, I I saw this is the first time I ever saw the guy. You know, I, I remember when he played for Utah, but I never really paid attention to him. And I saw him kind of up close. I'm like, man, this guy. You know how many girls this guy has? I'm like, all the money he's making and those looks. I said, how is he keeping those girls off him? I don't know, but man, what a life! What a life! He doesn't want to get married here. He doesn't want to do that here. The, the women here that he he wants go go get someone from back home. Don't don't do it here. They they got it's not they're they're not they're not bringing anything to the table here. Yeah, he they um they, what do you call the um they had they, they had signs written in Italian uh, and um. In the in the in the in the in the crowd and all that stuff, I thought it was kind of cool. So he's he's going to become a fan favorite if they start winning. I'll tell you that. But uh, that's 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 the big if. I'd like to see Monty Williams. Like kind of, I watched him on the sidelines. He didn't do anything. All he did was cross his arms. I that's mean, what he how, does. How much does he get paid? How much does he get paid to cross his arms? Thirteen point eight million. Thirteen point eight million, I believe, a season. <laughs> while while the guy for Orlando, I had to look him up. I'm like, who is this guy? the coach in Orlando Magic. So I looked him up while I was at the game. I'm like, this guy was, you know, hooting and hollering and jumping and running and, you know, he's trying to get those guys. And, and I'm telling you, I'm like, man, we, we, maybe we should trade coaches. Anyways, let's get to the wings because the Pistons suck. Now, um, now, I'm the one that sent that text about defense. Man. I, you know, I'm not big into trading, you know, young guys, you know, because we've seen it backfire, but we've also seen it work, right? For Shanahan, we traded, uh, um, oh, the why is drawing a blank? The first round pick, but anyways, um, Simon Edmondson, he might come up. That that might be that might be Eisenman's ace in the hole. Maybe they're going to bring up a young guy that at you know toward the end of the get him kind of get his feet wet and jump him into the playoffs, he might do well. He might be a guy, and I know the goalie's been doing really well. He might be a guy that, you know what I mean, if, if a guy gets hurt, obviously. These, sometimes these young guys come into pressure situations is a good thing for them, you know, because they're not thinking, they're thrown into the fire. Now, they're, you know, their run can only last so long, but I think maybe bringing up a young defenseman like him might be his ace in the hole, Anthony. Shanahan was traded um, for Keith Primo, Paul Coffey, and a first rounder. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was one of the best trades in Detroit sports history. But they gave up a young, you know, uh, they gave up a first round pick. You know, he was a good player for them. So, yeah, Berger is the other guy. I I mean,. There's some rumors out there that, you know, Jonathan Bergeron is a guy that, you know, wants to, uh, you know, wants to move on, is a little bit unhappy with his situation being in the AHL. Like, great. I mean, there might, there might be some, uh, you know, some, some younger pieces that you're willing to deal with. Uh, I, you know, who, once you add a guy, though, who are you going to take out of the lineup? You know, so it's, it's one of those things. I yeah. know that fans are, fans will easily say, well, grab this, rip that guy out, scratch him, which is fine. Well, and I understand the thought process behind it, but whoever you bring in has really got to fit the dynamic of the culture that they've built in that locker room right now. 
Yeah, and, uh, and Simon's been up anyway. I think he has played. Um, what happened to that? What happened to that player for the Wings that was like six foot nine? Is he still on the team? Mo Sider. No, the tall guy that played last year. He was like six nine. He was up for a little bit. I could not. I could not remember his name. Oh, uh, played last year. Yeah, he played last year. He was like six nine. I, trust me, I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not seeing things. I, I, I know what I'm talking about. But uh, you know, I don't know what Florida gave up. I don't know what Florida gave up for Tuchuk last year. But that's the kind of trade I want to see for the Wings if they trade in the young guys, a player like Tuchuk. That guy's. Those are the guys you got to bring back if you're going to give up some really young talent, young stud talent. So, um, yeah, I'm going to look it up when I'm done, when I'm done driving. There was a guy that played yes last year for the win. I'm going to look it. I'm going to look it up right now because now it's now it's going to bother yeah. me. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's bothering me too. But I'm driving and you you're just sitting there doing. I'm nothing. just sitting there doing, yeah, standing around, up. holding the wall up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, I won't take up any more of your time. I know you're up against it. I will tell you, uh, Elmer the Fud was it? Elmer the Fud? Yeah, that's it. They call yeah Elmer <laughs> Elmer, Elmer Soderblom. El- that's it. Elmer is he still on the team? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, his name is Elmer. I, I'm not picking on his name. Like obviously, you know, everybody, you know, different countries, different countries, you know, play six eight is what he was. He's even bigger than you thought. You know, he's but he's, he's Swedish. You know, you know, so it's like all right, you know, you got that, uh, you got the whole Swede thing going for you. And I know that a lot of guys, you know, they it, different names, different culture, like Simone, for example, in Italian. I just find that Elmer, you know, Elmer the Fud is always. Um, Always entertaining when I say it out loud. That that's all. That's all I'm yeah. laughing about. Well, I I, I knew I, I remember watching him play, and he was a fan favorite for, for for a minute. I don't know what happened to him, so I don't I don't know if he turned into Red Pop, Chris Sheldon, but uh, um, I knew he was on the team. So Red Pop. Uh, anyways, yeah. Well, you too young. You wouldn't remember Red Pop, Chris Sheldon, 2006. He hit like 17 home runs in about 10 games. Oh, and then, uh, everyone wanted to. Say, yeah, everyone wanted to sign into a hundred million dollar contract, and he never played again. Red Pop, yeah, because he was redheaded. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, listen, um, I got to go, okay. and uh, I, I want to inform you. I want to I want to inform you that uh, I didn't watch any of the Mac college basketball yesterday, so I'm I'm really sorry. And uh, thank you for the education this morning, and uh, have a wonderful day. Go Wings, go Tigers. Tigers are going to the World Series this year. And uh, what a fun year it's going to be. I'm telling you. Watch out. Tarek oh, Skubal, Cy Young winner this year. Cy Young, Tarek Skubal. And remember who drafted him. Remember who developed him. A.J. Hinch. A.J. Hinch, baby. A.J. Hinch. Uh, yeah. Um, by the way, Soda Bloom is in, in Grand Rapids uh, right now. Uh, and that's like, look, there is a... Sometimes there is a correlation. We see this a lot in minor league baseball, right? If your major league team is really good, your minor league team uh, typically is not, right? It's very difficult for both of them to be, because usually, you know, that means that your major league team, either you spend a lot of resources uh, to get the, the major league team uh, to that level. You know what I mean? And it's, it could be, it could be challenging to, Dude, I don't know what's going on with my internet right now. By the way, um, it could be challenging to raise like the, uh, the to, to raise both ships, if you know what I mean. 
So that's typically what happens. Minor league team is really good. Major league team isn't. Major league team is really good. Minor league team isn't. We have found our spot our, ourselves, the Red Wings organization right now, in a place where we have you know guys that could be you know legitimate NHL players that are you know that are playing in GR, right? And some guys like they they want they want that time, you know. And I I get it. They want to they want to go play. They want to play at the national the national hockey league level. And if they want out, you let them walk. We'll be back with more X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the sharp-dressed, simple man tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series. Leonard Skinner and CC Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA accounting and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges and Meyer wellness vitamins or supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus I can save even more with M perks like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Goff's 
got it. Back, looks, throws, ends up. Yes. Caught! Touchdown to Craig Myers! They did it! Amon Ross Lee Brown on the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera! He's got two goals! Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. X's and bros on the Michigan Sports and Network. So great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843-866-838-4843. We're on Twitter next week mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN, streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network and our Facebook at X's and Bros. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. All right, what's going on in the world of sports? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. All right, huge news. Bears GM Ryan Poles said that, quote, I would love to do no as soon as possible. I want to do right by Justin as well. No one wants to live in the gray. What does that even mean? Are they moving on from Justin Fields already? Arizona tweeting out Kyler Murray is their QB1. That's a death sentence. Uh Uh-oh. What's going on in the quarterback circle? Also, college football here. Ohio State has self-reported four recruiting violations that occurred over the last few months to the NCAA. (gasps) Hurt my feelings. No, you don't say. You don't say. Ohio State is cheating? Vacate all the wins? All the way inappropriate contact with a recruit. Cheeseburger Gate Part Two. Get them out of here. Vacate all the wins. They can't. They can't compete anymore. Cancel the program. Mm-hmm. See how stupid that sounds. I got. Uh, I got people already, as I call them, cheaters. Because obviously they're cheating. They are cheating. A recruit taking pictures with boosters. Oh, I mean, where's the bag? I mean, does the bag man get any more literal than that? Oh, my goodness. How? How? How does that happen? How do you allow that to happen? After all that stuff you talked and your fan base talked, now you guys are cheating. Oh, now you have to vacate all the wins. All of them. Can't be, you got to be ineligible for the postseason. See how dumb that, see how stupid you people looked saying that to me? How dumb that sounded? I already got one guy in my mentions, some, what's his name, Ballyhoo, some Ballyhoo guy talking about, well, you know, it's just, it's not the same. It's because Michigan out cheated them. No, Michigan beat them up at the line of scrimmage. That's what happened. Watch the game. Beat them up at the line of scrimmage. Quarterback threw two interceptions. That's what happened. He got beat. Three years in a row, just got mauled at the line of scrimmage. You're not tough. You're not tough enough. 
That's what beat Alabama. Michigan out-toughed Alabama. And no matter what happens, and what's said moving forward about anything, we've now seen two national championships in our lifetime, people. Two of them. (laughs) Nothing you could say. We've seen two national championships and two Heisman winners. In my lifetime. That's crazy. It's crazy. Sent Nick Saban into retirement. I mean, literally. It doesn't matter what they do next year. It doesn't matter. It, and it, it doesn't matter what any other school does next year either. Because, you know, before it was like, well, what have you done in the last five years? Dude? Okay, what have you done in the last three years? Our starting quarterback was 26-1. and one. And to be honest with you, the TCU game we were in, if we could have got a defensive stop, we would have been fine. Couldn't guard anybody. So, how about that? In the Georgia game, if J.J. would have started, probably gives us a better opportunity. We did right by Cade McNamara. We did, we did right by him. You know, you can worry about there. You, you lost your job. You, you lost to the better guy. People were calling for J.J. McCarthy early on in the process. I've been very forthright. Uh, I've been very fair to Cade McNamara and thanking him for his time and his contribution to get Michigan football back. Jim Harbaugh did it. He came, he set out here on a mission. How many people, how many of you could say that you set out in your life to do something, you actually accomplished it? Jim Harbaugh did, because he's better at life than all of us. He's just better. Like, how do you go from college quarterback to professional quarterback, college coach, professional coach, college coach, now professional coach again? How do you keep doing this and successful everywhere you go? Like, doesn't does that stink for some of you that are Harbaugh haters that he's just better at life? Does that bother you? He's just winning at life. Man, that's great. Awesome. I know Freddie, before he pulled this uh, Detroit Red Wings pop quiz on me, uh, about, and now Terry's tweeting me, we just played him in St. Louis. I don't know who you're referring to, Terry. This is why you have a structure. This is why you, you, you build a rundown out every day going into the show. You build out the rundown so you have your topics and things that you want to cover and talk about, right? So you can be on track. And somebody calls in asking, like, what trade happened in 1996? Like, good God, man. You know, I'm, I'm over here trying to figure out who is this guy. I just got done watching the Red Wings win 8-3. to three, Right? I'm all excited about the direction of the program. I, I didn't know we were set for, for pop quiz. I didn't know that's what, that's what was going on. It was going to bother me all day. Elmer the FUD. I can't believe I even forgot about him, to be honest with you. That's going to bother me all day. You know, pride myself on trying to be an encyclopedia here, but goodness gracious. Good God almighty. Most of, like, let's find the, the list of the most obscure names that we can find and just throw them out there and see what, see what happens. See, it's like the random stuff on Twitter that you see where it's like, you know, somebody just has a random thought, like name the most random wide receiver you can think of. And someone's like, James Thrash. It's like, what? You know, and then people just comment and it just takes you back through, it just takes you back uh, to look through history. You know, I'm out here trying to keep track of what's going on in the Mid-American Conference, and then Freddie's going to drop a, oh, thanks for keeping me updated. Nobody cares. You drop one of those on me. People care. I care. I know for a fact that we have staff members not only at Ohio University, not only at the University of Toledo, not only at Western Michigan, that listen to our program. I've been in, I've worked in the MAC my entire life. Well, not my entire life, but over half of my life, I care what goes on there. And I'm sure you do too. A lot of us have degrees from MAC schools. 
A lot of us went to Central, Eastern, Western, BG, Toledo. We did that. Maybe you went even further south to Miami or Ohio. I don't know where you went. Like Mac check-in? I don't know. But I'm just trying to I'm just trying to give the people what they want. It was an exciting night in Mac basketball to change the standings. I'm sorry. I was prepared to talk about that. I was ready to paint the picture to let everybody know what was going on. We've got five Mac schools in our in our listenership. I think it's important. I'm sorry. My bad. It was one little mini segment in the second hour. My apologies. I didn't mean to take away from, you know, the Bengals talking about T. Higgins, but, you know, are they going to franchise him? Are they not going to tag him? What are they going to do there? Or Devontae Adams and their GM saying that he will not be traded. There's a lot of he said, she said shenanigans. Or DeAndre Ayton suffering a hand sprain against the Heat for the Blazers. Or I'm sorry that Nathan McKinnon extended his home point streak in the Avalanche's win. So congratulations to, uh, to him. He's got at least a point in all 29 home games this year. I think that's important. Or that the commissioner, Gary Bettman, is telling the Jets fans, you better come to games or they're going to move your franchise again. Or that the Flyers and Lightning had a power outage. I'm sorry. I think some of this stuff is newsworthy. Or that the Chiefs are preparing the tag for Legereus Sneed, but they're open to a trade. Could he come to the Lions? I'm sorry. And of course, the Red Wings with an 8-3 win, and the Pistons won 105-95 over the Bulls. We're back with more X's and Bros after this. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Michigan Wolverines dropped their 20th game of the season as they lost at home to then number three Purdue over the weekend in a tightly contested game, 84-76. I say at home because the game was physically played in Ann Arbor. However, the Purdue faithful had Michigan sounding like Mackey. My estimation will put it somewhere in the range of 70-30 to 60-40 in favor of Purdue fans on campus. Zach Eady matched a career high with 35 points and added 15 rebounds as the Wolverines tried multiple matchup combinations against that extremely large human, but Eady was just too much. Four starters in double figures for the Maze in blue, now having to navigate without starting forward Olivier Camois. But it's too little too late. Up next, Michigan heads to Rutgers tomorrow night to try to break the five-game slide at 8.30 on FS1. Hi, I'm Lauren and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Boy, a fascinating story coming out. Damian Lillard admitting that life in Milwaukee is lonely and he, quote, doesn't have much of a life. I go to practice, go home, watch boxing, play video games. Man, I type in the boxing website Fight Hype on YouTube a hundred times. And and is praying for something new to be on there. Seriously, I don't have much of a life. Oh, man. That's, uh, well, um, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's it's difficult when you're when you are an NBA player. Uh, that those things those things can be uh, those things can be challenging, right? New city, new teammates, uh, new quote unquote life, and you're there to play basketball. You just kind of you know put your head down and you know, do the best you can. I don't know if Lillard has uh, any uh, female companion, if he's dating anybody, or if he's married. I don't really know much about his personal life, but uh, I think it, at that point, you know, when you when you get traded to a new city, you put your head down and you go to work. Uh, find a good place you like to go to dinner and uh you know try to uh you know try to try to go from there but just kind of grin and bear it for the time that you're there and you know we've all we've all done that in certain workplaces right you just kind of you just kind of get through it you know you play the best you can you know you you just dive you know dive head first into uh into your craft if you will do it that way all right now on to uh, a team that surprised everybody late night that eight o'clock tip off last night about those pistons last night a winner winner chicken dinner 105 to 95 over the chicago bulls and i gotta get to this uh, other portion here of the story because we found this out uh, yesterday with what is going on with uh, mike muscala and here's what happened the detroit pistons mike muscala is finalizing a contract buyout clearing the way for him to be eligible for the playoffs with his next team muscala has uh, interest in a few contenders and in order to get Marvin Bagley, the Pistons traded two seconds, Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, who's a rotational player right now for the Kings. They then traded Bagley, Isaiah Livers, and another two seconds to get the right to buy two guys out. Shout out to Shams for the timeline here. It doesn't... Um, I, I don't know. It doesn't make a lot of sense what this uh, obsession. James Wiseman right now, you know, if you've noticed the narrative, uh, you are, um, you know, there are, there are certain, certain ways we go about this. And with the Pistons, there has, there, there's been one person that's taken the fall. The fall guy has changed throughout the course of the season. And I'm sure it will continue to change. Right now, it's James Wiseman. And Wiseman played 17 minutes last night, had two points and five rebounds. He was one of two from the floor. Um, but what Mike Muscala did was he gave you an option that could at least uh, present a little bit of a shot from anywhere outside of the paint. Now, if Wiseman's going to play more, he needs to be a dominant rebounder and rim protector. Like That's, that's what's got to happen. Uh, on the offensive side, Like they have to be able to... The all-bench lineup thing has got to stop. It's got to stop. I don't know what it's going to take, uh, but they have to stop subbing five in at a time. You know, you pick and choose your spots, and you find your minutes for, you know, some other guys to be able to come in and just give your guys a reprieve. Asar Thompson, 35 minutes. Jalen Duran, 31 minutes. Also, Duran had a had a tough night with the, with the ball. Duran and Ivy combined for half of the team's turnovers. They had nine of the team's total 18 turnovers last night. Uh, but, you know, Jaden Ivey, outside of those four turnovers that he had, 15 points, two rebounds, five assists, a steal, a block, very active. Four of seven from the field. Cade Cunningham, one of Cade's better games, and I'll tell you why. He finishes with 26 points, five rebounds, five assists, which just for the record, now he was nine of 13 from the floor, three of five from three, and five of seven from the stripe. He actually attempted some free throws, which is great. On the season, Cade Cunningham is averaging just shy of 23 points, along with four rebounds and seven assists. Just for the record, 
LeBron James' average career, basically, is 27-7-7. 27.7 rebounds, 7 assists. Basically what his career numbers are. That's a pretty good neighborhood to be in. 26-5-5. and And, of course, you know, with the, with the assists, you pass the rock and somebody misses a shot, you're not going to get credit for it. It doesn't mean it was a bad pass. It just doesn't go down as a, a statistic here. But for, for this team, uh, Asar Thompson hitting that corner three at the end, that was, that was sensational. Uh, bad turnover from a pass that was trying to go inside to uh, Beef Stew. They ran Beef Stew out there. Welcome back, Isaiah Stewart. You know, really, a, uh, they gave him a start, which I was pretty surprised with, that they decided to go with Stew and Duran and not bring Stu off the bench. Instead, they brought in Fontecchio off the bench. And Fontecchio said after the game that he really, and I, you know, he said uh, he said thank you in Italian to Johnny Kane, and Johnny Kane just kind of smiled and laughed, and I, I tweeted to Johnny Kane, like the uh, the response to Grazie would be prego, like, like, the, like the sauce, like, right? like spaghetti sauce. It's a pretty, pretty creative name for a spaghetti sauce, right? That's what you want for your pasta? You want a little marinara, huh? That's what Prego means. It means thank you. And so that's what you would uh, respond with. But it, it, for, for Fontecchio, or Tech, as, he, as they like to call him, Tech says after the game that you know he really he enjoys this group a lot. He said he enjoys the team a lot. And the guys in the locker room, he knows that they're working hard, you know, watching them all season, and then you know, being a part of this team. He knows that they're trying. They're putting in the work. They really want to win. Uh, they want to improve. And he talked about Cade Cunningham and playing with Cade and talking about how great Cade has been. And he's a real point guard and he's got good control of the team. And I was like, wow. I mean, hello, new guy. Like, that's great. It's exactly what we want to hear. You know, that's um, you know, kind of what we expect. But at the same time, like, you know, for somebody to come from the outside in and get acclimated to what's going on here and, you know, trying to figure out a, a space for him and, you know, being very complimentary of his teammates and hopefully, you know, it's always it's always difficult when you bring in uh, somebody from overseas, right? English is a second language, culturally different, you know, and them trying to find a, a good a good thing to kind of carve out. So good on the the Pistons locker room for welcoming in uh, the new guys. And uh, you know, I asked the bad boy Rick Mahorn last night, and uh, this was this was after him telling me that I wasn't big enough to fight him, uh, which I'm like I'm six three. He laughed. He said, you're a point guard. Get out of here. Um, But I did ask him about defensive principles. And he said that the issue with this is that because of the way that the game has changed, right, the amount of floor that you have to cover is so drastically different. And so he said when the bad boys were playing, defense was a staple. Like, that's what they were going to do. They were going to defend. And it was going to be like the key. And he said, this today's game is just so different that you have to be able to score. Right. And I, I thought about that. I was thinking about that a lot on my drive home last night, um, just on how NBA offenses went from point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center, your power forward. And, and you'd see a majority of teams going three out, two in. So think like, you know, Luke Longley alongside Horace Grant, joined by. You know, Scottie Pippen, Steve Kerr, and Michael Jordan. Right? Jordan was your shooting guard. Kerr's running the offense is the point. Scottie Pippen's your small forward. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you're looking at. You look at three perimeter guys and two on the interior. One guy on each block. Well, the game has evolved in such a way that offense is more 
Uh, I, I, will, I will never believe in a five-out offense where all five guys hang out of the perimeter. I will never believe in that. I just It's fundamentally against everything I believe. Uh, I would, you know, orthodox by religion, orthodox by basketball schooling here. But I have been a little bit resistant to the change of how three-out, two-in offense has become four-out, one-in. So four perimeter players with one big man, one center, if you will. And then you surround them with your guard that can handle and your perimeter shooting. Like, that's how you have to build your team right now in the NBA because you're going to have to be able to shoot. And I think that, you know, for Asar to go two of four from three last night and be five of eight from the field, that's a really good step for him. Disperse scoring all five starters in double figures with one guy on the bench coming in with 17. Like, that's really nice. Your bench points in total were 26. Like, it was just a really good win. Chicago's a 27-win club, so it's not like the Bulls are some, you know, I mean, they're not great, but they're not necessarily some bums. You know, they, they, they were able to, you know, get to, and you played Andre Drummond who had 20 and 11 last night. And like I said, like I've always said about Drummond, the most irrelevant double-doubles in the history of the game. Guy is 20 and 11. They lose by 10. You do the math. We'll step aside. More X's and bros after this Michigan Sports Network. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. The Freddie the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at FreddieThePizzaMan.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit FreddieThePizzaMan.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I-ThePizzaMan.com. Together, we can make a difference. Huge here for Van Andel Institute purple community now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support vai's mission to improve health now and in the future learn more at purplecommunity.org can't call in text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 now back to X's and bros with anthony bellino here on the michigan sports network welcome back here to X's and bros michigan sports network great to have you ride along with us no matter who you are where you are how you may be listening all across the great state of michigan and in northwest ohio and worldwide in the ir radio app now we didn't get to this earlier uh, but I want to get to this. We'll dive back into the uh, into the Red Wings uh, as well here. Very much, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna obviously hop back into that. They were they were so good uh, last night. 
Uh, but I, I also wanted to be able to uh, get to what I thought was something that was very important uh, that was said yesterday. Dan Campbell uh, taking the uh, taking the podium from the NFL Combine, and he was asked why are, why is Dan Campbell here? Like some coaches don't go to the Combine. Why is Dan Campbell there? For me, it's the. Uh... Um, really the interview process to, to get with these guys is what I really look forward to um, you know and because and, um, you're going to be able to see them work out you're going to see the uh, the combine the pro days the watch the tape but to be able to just kind of get a feel of their personality their FBI the problem solving uh, things of that nature that that's the real benefit I know for me I think that's very important um, you know, because he's talking about you're going to be able to watch these guys work out at their pro day. You're going to be able to see them uh, at, at different points and what they're able to do athletically. But to be able to sit down, my question is, is, you know, I feel like sometimes we'll have conversations, conversations with people and 10 minutes isn't long enough. Right. So I don't know how in the world uh, they get done what they're able to get done in a short amount of time. But I got to I, I have a sneaky suspicion. They have very particular things that they're asking and they're looking for very particular answers from these players because i mean it's the biggest job interview of your life testing is one thing if you have a bad combine that's okay you can have a pro day too Uh, i think most people understand the nerves of the combine i mean obviously you want to see people uh, that are going to perform well under pressure because that's what the nfl every day uh, every sunday is performing well under pressure or thursday night or sunday night or monday night but you get my point there is a um you know there's there's something to what they are looking for from an intangible standpoint uh, that we saw and we have seen built with this team with Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell. And there's a very, very specific kind of guy that they're looking for. And, you know, they signed Jalen Reeves, Mabin, uh, they re-signed him two years, seven and a half million. Uh, he is a key special teamer, a key veteran in the locker room was here, uh, you know, before and saw some of the doomsdays and is uh, made his return and got to participate not only in special teams, but also, also being able to, you know, get some defensive snaps when they were working in the rotation after the Derek Barnes injury. So, uh, a lot there for him, uh, for Dan Campbell, and a lot there for Jalen Reeves Maven. But that's the kind of guy uh, that they're looking for. If I had to create a cliche checklist, uh, they are looking for strength. They're looking for violence. They are looking for high motor guys that are that are team first kind of people. And if you are worried about me before you're worried about we, it's not going to work out for you here in Detroit. That's just not going to happen. Just, look, I think that um, between uh, Brad and myself, the success we've had in places that we've been um, has, has really been that way. And that's that's what it comes from. And you, you want to be a good team. You have to draft well. And then you... Um, um, and then you resign those guys. I mean, that's that, that's your core, and and then you find the right pieces of free agents to to fill in with. So, um, so I just we both believe that, and and um, so I think you got to be careful. You know, you want to go. Uh, spend top dollar on a free agent that's not your own. Um, 
you want to know everything about that player before you bring him into your locker room. I mean, you can see the tape, all these, but whereas your own guys, you pay top dollar for your own guys that are worthy from production because you know everything about them, right? So uh, it's just it's something we believe in. It's something that uh, we're going to continue to, to do. There you have it. There you have it. So I, I, we, and we can tinker, and I know that, you know, I've talked about Mike Evans, for example, from Tampa. Um, like on paper, it, it looks like it works. And, you know, we, we're, we could sit here and I, you know me, I'm a salary cap watcher. Like nothing, no, oh, I protect that salary cap. I love the salary cap because the league is built on competitive balance. That's why. That's why this league is so special. That's why. And that's why college football is not. There it is, the competitive balance. You have the haves and the have-nots. You have a small group of upper echelon, top tier. We got the best facilities. We got all the NIL. We got the boosters boosting. We got computers putin', in the words of the great philosopher Cameron. Right? We've got everything that we need, and that puts us in that upper echelon. We are Alabama. We are Georgia. We are Michigan. We are Ohio State. We got everything needed. Right, and then you're going to have some of your your outliers that are going to tinker around. They're going to they're going to flirt with it. Washington flirted with it, but Oregon is for real. You know, uh, Florida State. We'll see what happens at Florida State. Miami, all eyes are on you. Florida, you might be looking for a new head coach. You figure it out. There are some blue blood programs out there. That the gap. If you don't get your act together quickly, this gap in college football until there is some sort of union, which it's not going to happen anytime soon, folks. I know I talk about it a lot because I manifest it, and I think you know if I say it out loud long enough, somebody who works at the NCAA is going to listen to this program and be like, "Oh my god, this guy's a genius. We need to hire him." And maybe I'll think about it in my spare time. I got some time during the afternoons now. I might be able to help you out. Right between about nine oh five a.m. and about. 5 o'clock p.m. I got a little I got a little window of time I can help you out in. That could be my 9 to 5. There we go. Commissioner of College Football. Fix this thing. So I look at all of this, and I look at the way that these college programs are just, if, if, you, if you think that you're going to be on the precipice of success, if you think that your team is on the, on the cut line, because it's very, that's a real small window. Real small window. There's maybe, what, 10 teams? Texas is in there. I forgot about Texas. Shout, shout out to them. Texas is back. I don't know what Oklahoma does in the, in, in the SEC. I don't know. I don't know what happens to Oklahoma. Uh, I don't know what happens. I mean, Kalen DeBoer seems like a good hire. We'll see. But it's always going to be tough to fill in the shoes of the most successful coach in the history of college football, which is Nick Saban. That's going to be that's going to be incredibly tough. But until there is some competitive balance in college football, that's why I look to pro sports. Salary cap, plain and simple, and nothing, nothing beats the National Football League. Salary cap, non guaranteed contracts, and physicality—exactly what we want to see. We got to show up to work every day. We expect you to do the same. Dan Campbell and his crew are building a team that is trying to be and is being built from from the basement, right? They went out there, and then their first drafts, they have been swinging and hitting on just about damn near everybody. Their draft success, because let's face it, it's all in your first four to five picks, depending on where they fall. That's where you got to hit at. 
Your first rounder is day one starter. It's got he's got to be, and if not, then you messed up. You missed one here, right? Your second rounder is going to get some is going to get some time, going to get some reps. Your third and fourth and fifth rounders, that's where, you know, you look at the Legion of Boom, for example. Like you have to be able to hit in those middle rounds of core pieces. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Guys are going to come out. You drafted them, got them a little bit later. Third, fourth, and fifth round, guys that can come out and are going to contribute. That's what they've done. And they've done that using their model. And they're building, like I said, from the basement up, starting at the line of scrimmage. You have to win at the line of scrimmage. That's why they drafted Panay Sewell. That's why they drafted Aiden Hutchinson. Right? Reinvesting in that offensive line. You know, they want to be able to sign their own guys. They're, they're, he, he's saying it. He's telling you what's going to happen. I think the other thing is very interesting. The NFL draft is coming here. In case you haven't heard, at the end of April. And Brad Holmes has said it a couple of different ways and a couple of different times, and it leads me to believe, you know, if you're going to the NFL draft, you're going for the party and the experience. I don't know if they pick in the first round. I'm going to be honest with you. They might slide out. I could I could see that happen. They could also package and move up. If they really like a guy, they could package some things and move up. And I'm not afraid of Brad Holmes making that call saying, hey, we like player X from wherever. Here's We're going to swap first rounders. Throw in that extra third rounder. Boom, we're moving up. Because remember, we have four picks in the top 100. So for me, I look at some of the things that Brad Holmes has said and do not be surprised if he does move back and say, you know what? We'll, we'll hop out of 29 and add another quality pick in that top 100. We'll bounce back a little bit. Maybe they move from 29 to 33, 29 to 35. Something, something weird like that. I could see that happening. Absolutely. More on uh, from Dan Campbell talking about his new assistant coach hires. But to be able to get Terrell Williams, somebody that I've had, uh, I've had experience with, I think he is he's the best D-line coach in the league. If he's not, he's certainly right up there. Um, I think he knows how to develop. He's got experience in game planning, um, and he's going to be beneficial for our guys up front. Deshae Townsend uh, played a long time, coached a long time. Uh, he's going to be able to deliver exactly what AG wants on the back end. Um, and, and so those guys are going to be vital. And then certainly Jim O'Neill's the def- defensive assistant, has been a coordinator in this league uh, and and has a wealth of experience. So those guys are going to be good for us defensively, really help AG uh, finish the vision of what we're looking for. Wow. Wow. Remember, they moved on from Dre Bly. And Coach said it, like, we got to, you know, we got to have the best – you know, the best coaches that make sense and the best players that make sense are going to take us to the next level. They made a lot of changes. Pick number one, or pardon me. Yeah, it's pick number one. It's round one, and it's number 29 overall. The second pick will be in the second round, 61st overall. And in the third round, they have two picks, number 73 overall and number 92 overall. Don't have a fourth rounder. They get into rounds five at 162 overall, round six at number 206 overall, and round seven at 246. That's where they're at in the NFL draft. Just a little reminder as we head into the combine uh, what we might be looking at uh, for that. Okay, shifting gears once again, because I wanted to save that for the 735. You know, it's got some calls, all this, blah, blah, blah. Um, I mentioned this earlier about the bat signal being out from Coach Lalone uh, in our number one. Obviously, 
you know, Dan Campbell's uh, got some stuff to do. But I, I got to have a lion on sight the rest of the home games. I'm sorry. Somebody's who is committing to pulling that goal horn. When Detroit Lions players have shown up, the Red Wings have outscored their opponents 20 to 7 over those three games. 20 goals when Lions players show up. They've won all three of them. That's just that's the secret sauce. Those guys have such a uh, they, they love football. They do. They love football, and we love them. And the Red Wings, I can't even begin to, I mean, what has taken place? I, I don't know what Terry's talking about either. With He's on St. Louis. Like, I don't, I don't know what's, what's happening there. The Red Wings are right now, I believe, 16-4-2 since January 1st. I wrote that down in my notebook, but my notebook's in my bag. It's in my car. 16-4-2 since New Year's. They are on a roll right now that is something to behold. And they got some help last night. Tampa Bay lost to the Flyers in Philly. That was a 6-2 game. Right? Tampa Bay, in that wild card hunt with your Red Wings, they lost in Philly. Detroit wins. Boop! Hops over them in the standings with two games in hand. Beautiful. Toronto... Lost 6-2 to two at home to the Vegas Golden Knights. The Vegas Golden Knights right now second in the Pacific. With Toronto's loss, they've played 58 games. They have a game in hand against the Red Wings who have played 59. However, they have 74 points. The Wings have 72. And just for comparison's sake, just so you know, Toronto's 8-2 and two in their last 10. The Boston Bruins have lost three in a row. They're stuck at 82 points in 60 games played, and they've just been tied by the Florida Panthers, who have won two in a row after beating Buffalo 3-2 last night, and Florida has now jumped to number one in the standings in the Atlantic Division. So the Red Wings beating the Washington Capitals, the Capitals who are trailing the Wings by seven points entering the game, trailing Tampa Bay by six points entering the game. Wow. That was, a, that, was, that was kind of a big game there for Washington. Kind of a big game there. They get hopped by the New Jersey Devils. And the Red Wings at 7-2-1 are uh, right now, what, fifth best in the Eastern Conference over the last 10 games? Uh, the offense continues to fire. Eight goals scored last night. It was, it was a thing of beauty. And it it continues to be a thing of beauty, and I know everybody wants to focus on the top line and the the little tic-tac-toe there at the end, the call by Ken Daniels, per usual, sensational. Uh, But Larkin, Kane to Larkin, Larkin to Debrinkit, just beautiful, easy-peasy. This group continues to get contributions from everyone. And that's what makes them dangerous. It's Joe Valeno with a goal and an assist. It's Sprong with an assist. It's Lucas Raymond with a goal and a couple of apples. It's Rasmussen with an assist. It's Perron with two assists. It's Larkin with a goal and an assist. It's Patrick Kane with two assists. It's Fabry with a goal. Debrinkit with a goal. Andrew Kopp with an assist. Comfer with a goal and an assist. The only guy that didn't register a point last night was Fisher. That was it On, uh, from, the, from the forwards. I mean, defensively, Gossespierre gets two goals. He's one goal away 
from reaching double digits. The Detroit Red Wings right now lead all teams in the National Hockey League with 12 guys that have scored 10 or more goals. Ali Mata had an assist. Mo Sider had an assist. Like it was, you know, and Alex Lyon faces 21 shots, makes 18 saves. One of them was just, there was no, I can't believe. that. I mean, the puck made it through a basket, a wicker basket. That's what it did. Like, that's what, like, there were so many skate sticks and stuff all over the ice. I have no idea how that one, like, even got through. And at, at that point, it's like, okay, we, we can give that one up. But there's another trend that I was talking about earlier with the Detroit Red Wings that I want to bring back up. And it was a trend where we were talking about, you know, a post-All-Star break, you know, it's Saturday, it's moving day. That's the PGA term where you got to move up the leaderboard, have a chance to win on Sunday. And there was something that was taking place that I, that I brought up earlier in the year. And, and it's now, it's a, it's a trend where I'm just going to point it out. Over the last six games that they have won, they've won eight to three, three to two, six to one, two to one, four to three, five nothing. What do you what's what's similar there? The games that they have lost, four to one, eight to four, they win four to three, lose three to two, win five two, win three nothing, lose five four. It's that three goal mark. Can you hold another team to under three goals? Now, yesterday with the offensive explosion, it didn't really matter. You score eight goals in the game, you're probably not going to lose. You know, the Kraken one goes into overtime on that three goal. Like I, I feel like three is the magic number. When this team, if they, if they can keep the puck out of the net less than three times, they're going to win the game because they got the offense to be able to do it. And, um, you know, as, as Freddie's been riding the Patrick Kane horse here, the one thing that Patrick Kane does is it does the, the addition of him and Alex DeBrinkett have regulated the rest of the roster where you can get everybody playing right about where they should be. And that's a beautiful thing. You know what else is a beautiful thing? We'll be here tomorrow. Same time, same place. Hopefully you join us here on the Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. The Food District is now open. There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new Food District. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for my good friend Drew and the crew at Impact Power Sports. Now, they're located on 14 Mile Road in Rockford, just north of Grand Rapids here on the west side of the state. They are Michigan's newest Yamaha go-to golf cart dealer. Now, if you're looking for a golf cart for the neighborhood, the business, the golf club, maybe that second home or the lake, stop by and see Drew and the crew. They can hook you up today at Impact Power Sports. They also have e-bikes, quads, side-by-side, yard toys for the big boys and the big girls. Anything you need when it comes to power, they have it at Impact Power Sports on 14 Mile Road in Rockford. Also, if you want a shot at winning Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart, a custom-built Lions Golf Cart, text IMPACT to 21000. That's IMPACT to 21000. And you could win Lois Brown's Lions Golf Cart this summer from Impact Power Sports and the huge show. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. 
Like this week's hottest deals with buy one, get one for a dollar, four pound bag of navel oranges. And Meyer Wellness Vitamins or Supplements, buy one, get one free. Plus, I can save even more with M-Perks, like 10% off my total electronics purchase when I shop in-store or online this week. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Coming up later today at 3 on the HUGE show on the Michigan Sports Network, I'll deliver HUGE opinions on everything you're talking about.